Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly podcast, where every week it is our goal, our aim to deliver straight to you, the people, an inspiring, creative, authentic message. Really give you something to promote the belief in yourself. That's really what we're big on here at Shape the Culture. We believe that as everybody's on their own individual, personal path with God and the spirit, trying to figure out their purpose, trying to achieve their dreams, trying to build their solid foundation and walk out on faith, um, that we really want to create this community where we can come together, talk about some of the same problems that we endure and that we go through, not even with each other, but through each other. We believe that you know, as each one moves and grows and learns, it's our responsibility to teach each other as well as we go through those lessons. So we believe in the model of each one, teach one, and promoting the belief in yourself here at Shape the Culture. If you're a first-time listener, I just want to say thank you so much for finding your way here, giving us your time. I appreciate you listening wherever you're at, however you're listening. Um, I hope that as you listen, you find something that inspires you, that sets you on fire, makes you think and reflect on your life and the choices that you've made or have to make coming up in the future. Um, and helps prepare you a little bit for some of the transitions and life lessons that we all go through. Um We hope that you continue to listen so that you subscribe on your favorite podcast subscriber, whatever it may be, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, whatever it may be, Um, and listen to some of the past episodes as well, because as we go through these series, as we go through these messages, a lot of things that we talk about connect. If you're a continuing listener, thank you so much for continuing to listen, continuing to tune in. Um, I really appreciate all the commentary, the conversations we're able to create, all the feedback and constructive criticism I receive. It all helps me a lot, and I really appreciate it because it allows me to know that our community is growing and that we are becoming stronger with and through each other. And so last week, we wrapped up our series um, about David. And the temple in that series was titled A Dream Deferred, and we looked at dreams and how sometimes dreams can be postponed and put on hold or passed down or paid forward. Um, And so this week, we will be starting a new series titled Got Faith, Um, and this series will be have us focusing on the story of Daniel um, and his friends, and so we will be going through his, his story. We will be starting with chapter one, and this series, once again, is titled Got Faith. So I'm going to be starting from Daniel chapter 1. I'm going to be reading verses 1, and we're going to go all the way down to verse 20. And it reads like this. It was the third year of King Jehoiakim's reign in Judah when King, when King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon declared war on Jerusalem and besieged the city. The master handed King Jehoiakim of Judah over to him, along with some of the furnishings from the temple of God. Nebuchadnezzar took king and furnishings to the country of Babylon, the ancient Shinir. He put the furnishings in the sacred treasury. The king told the king told head of the palace staff to get some Israelites from the royal family and nobility, young men who were healthy and handsome, intelligent and well-educated, good prospects for good for leadership positions in the government perfect specimens and indoctrinate them in the Babylonian language and the lore of magic and fortune telling. The king then ordered that they be served from the same menu as the royal table, the best food, the finest wine. 
After three years of training, they will be given positions in the king's court. Four young men from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, were among those selected. The head of the palace staff gave them Babylonian names. Daniel was named Belshazzar, Hananiah was named Shadrach, Michelle was named Mizrach, and Azariah was named Abdenego. But Daniel determined that he would not defile himself by eating the king's food or drinking his wine. So he asked the head of the palace staff to exempt him from the royal diet. The head of the palace staff, by God's grace, liked Daniel, but warned him, I'm afraid of what my master, the king, will do. He is the one who assigned this diet. If he sees that you are not as healthy as the rest, he'll have my head. But Daniel appealed to a steward who had been assigned by the head of the palace staff to be in charge of them. Try us out for 10 days on a simple diet of vegetables and water. And then compare us with the young men who eat from the royal menu. Make your decision on the basis of what you see. The steward agreed to do it and fed them vegetables and water for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, they looked better and more robust than all the others who had been eating from the royal menu. So the steward continued to exempt them from the royal menu of food and drink and served them only vegetables. God gave these four young men knowledge and skill in both books and life. In addition, Daniel was gifted in understanding all sorts of visions and dreams. At the end of the time set by the king for their training, the head of the royal staff brought them into the king. When the king interviewed them, he found them far superior to all the young men. None of them were a match. And so they took their place in the king's service. Whenever the king consulted them, consulted them on anything, on books or on life, he found them 10 times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his kingdom put together. So this series is titled Got Faith, kind of similar to the Got Milk campaigns with the, the question mark, Got Faith. Because I believe that throughout life, you know, and almost each and every day, we're placed in positions where we have to ask ourselves internally, do we got faith? Do we have faith? And I'm hoping that as we walk through Daniel's story, we start to see how our test of faith, stepping out on faith, happens in more practical ways than we like to think. Because, because faith is believing in what we cannot see, I feel like sometimes we tend to place faith on a mystical level. It's like these mystical, miraculous thing, this phenomenon, this concept that you know, if we step out on faith, miracles are supposed to happen and these huge things are supposed to shift. But sometimes in our everyday life, we make decisions that truly require us to step out on faith. Even if it's a little step, you know, it's still stepping out on faith and that's what matters. Um, and I love the story of Daniel and the introduction of it, of Daniel, who he is, because, you know, Daniel came from a privileged background. We, we read that he already had come from royalty and nobility. And even though his people are now in a position of being captives, you know, he was still royalty, he's still nobility. And when the king selected him, he selected him because of that, because Daniel was already head of his class. He was already a top tier person in society. He had the status, he had the lifestyle, he had the advantages, right? And so Daniel, in this position that he is in, for him to stand out, he had to start working on his character. You know, he had to start thinking about you know, not what he is, but who he is deep on the inside. And I love how Daniel's story starts when he decides to make a decision for himself. 
And I think that's a beautiful concept of faith is that everything happens when you start to make one, a decision. And then two, you know, you make a decision for yourself to, to really better yourself, to improve yourself, to, to go against what you've always been doing. You know what I mean? And sometimes that's what faith is about because it is believing in what you can't see. And it's easy to see what you've always been. It's easy to see, you know, your life from your, you know, your sheltered perspective of where you've always come from, what you're used to, no matter the circumstances that you're in, it's always easier to choose what's always just been rather than choose something that you can't see. And I think for Daniel, Daniel in the position that he was in, he had never really looked at himself before. He had never really had a reason to, you know what I mean? But now, you know, now that his privilege, the spotlight has been put on his privilege, you know, that his privilege is the reason that he's kind of in this position of captivity that he's in. He had to really start thinking. He really had to start saying to himself, okay, do I want to stand out? Do I want to put myself in a position where I want to step out on faith and say, you know what? I'm not going to succumb to this captivity. I'm not going to eat the royal diet anymore. I'm going to go ahead and choose to follow what I believe God has placed in my heart. And I'm going to let the results, you know, produce themselves. And that's sometimes what faith is about. It's about making that choice. And then like Daniel said, try us out. You know, I think sometimes with faith, we get so wrapped up in the concept of faith that we don't realize that it's kind of practical. And sometimes you can really try it out. You know, if, if, you know, he said, try it out for 10 days, we're, we're, we're only going to drink water and we're going to eat vegetables and then place us up against the other young men who are out here eating good, drinking wine and see, see if it worked better for them or for us. And based off that, that will allow me to know what direction to go in. Um, and I think sometimes we think about trying things out or stepping out on faith is sometimes like testing or trying out God. And it's not really like that. You know what I mean? You could test things out in faith because sometimes, yeah, you can't see it. You might believe in it. You can't see it, but you have to at least be willing to step towards it. You have to be willing, like I said, to allow those results to produce themselves. Um, and that is the debate sometimes between fate and free will, right? Like as humans, we're always debating fate and free will. And if we do have free will, what are we supposed to do with it? Um, and I think it's just really for us to use. Like we have free will for a reason just to use. It could be that simple. You know, you have free will so you can step out on faith if you so choose to. You don't have to. Not everybody does, but there are some people that do. There are some people that they can't imagine their life without stepping out on faith. That confidence, that belief is what motivates them to continue walking forward. Um, and that discernment, like we talked about last week. That discernment is what leads you to be able, being able to step out on faith. I think Daniel, being in this position that he was in, he had to absorb really quickly the situation that was around him. He had to be able to analyze, like, okay, what's really going on? And, you know, he realized, like, okay, wait, I feel different. I feel like I shouldn't just continue to stick to the status quo. I feel like maybe I should step out on faith a little bit more. You know, I should go ahead and separate myself from the pack. And I'm going to see what happens from there. And so when Daniel was asking himself, do you got faith? You know, he wanted to be able to say yes. He wanted to be able to say, yeah, I got faith. And so let me do this. And so Daniel chose to give up what he was used to. 
you know, like I said, he came from royalty and nobility. And to many, this could be interpreted as him bringing himself down. Like, you know, why would you bring yourself down when you were already top of the class? You know, you weren't, you were in captivity, but you weren't being treated like a slave. You were still giving, getting preferred treatment, you know. But I do think sometimes another thing about faith and, and picking a side, because that's really what it is about, too, that Daniel was placed in a position where he had to pick a side. Am I going to stick with the nobility and the royalty and ignore everything else that's going around on ignore other people, knowing that they're still in captivity, too, and that their situations and circumstances are a lot worse? Or am I going to pick the side of faith and say, you know what? No, I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to settle myself down, calm myself down, put myself in a position where I really have to absorb reality. Um, and that's what I think it was about with the, the the vegetables and the water and, you know, that period of slight fasting of really cutting things out. And like I said, picking a side, it was to get in touch with his reality. And I think sometimes we have to do that too, before we can step out on faith or when we are contemplating stepping out on faith, or even in being in the middle of stepping out on faith, we have to really get in touch with our reality and be aware of what's really going on. Being aware of the choices that we're making, the choices others are making, and the effects of those choices. And I think sometimes too, with things like you know Daniel trying out water and vegetables, it's very similar to our culture with you know working out or trying a plant-based diet or cutting out certain foods and looking at what we're eating, looking at how much time we're spending on social media and our habits and our activities, um, you know, cutting out our vices, you know, trying those things out is really just a way to get ourselves in tune with our reality and start seeing that different choices bring you different results. And when you do that, you're able to decide what works for you and what doesn't. And I think that's the most beautiful thing about faith. And like I said, this series, I want us to see how Faith is mystical. It is magical, and it and it will create and manifest beautiful, beautiful things in your life. But sometimes faith is also very practical and very informed and very in touch with just your everyday reality and your everyday choices. Um, and I think that is the beautiful thing about this introduction to Daniel and his journey and the level of faith that he has, because. He doesn't start out with these grand gestures, right? Like he doesn't come in as this biblical character that's all of a sudden just, you know, splitting the Red Sea and performing these great miracles and stuff like that. You know, he comes in, he makes a very realistic, very practical decision to eat a different diet, a healthier diet, see how it improves his mental capacities, his 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 abilities to think and rationalize and make decisions. Then he sees that it works. And he sticks with it. And that is a miracle in itself. You know, that is a great display demonstration of faith. And so moving forward, I just want us to remember that. And like I said, it's, it's really about picking a side. You know, faith is going to require you to really just make a decision, choose, you know, and that's really what it comes down to. So thank you again. I love you all. Thank you for listening to this message. Thank you for tuning in to Shape the Culture's weekly podcast. Like I said, if you're a first-time listener, I hope you continue to listen. I hope you continue to join us throughout this series. And when you have time, you go back and listen to the last series. If you're a continuing listener, thank you so much. I hope you continue to listen throughout this series. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you guys again. I'll talk to you guys next week.